When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Go Huskies podcast is presented by Airvan Moving, the official mover of Husky football and your next move. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Live from Chinooks at Fisherman's Terminal in Seattle. It's the Husky Basketball Coaches Show. Throws it down with a ferocious two-handed dunk. Your chance to hear from University of Washington head basketball coaches Mike Hopkins and Tina Langley. The Husky Basketball Coaches Show is presented by Anthony's Restaurants. Showcasing the essence of the Northwest by pairing the best seafood with waterfront views. Now, here's the voice of the Huskies, Tony Castricone. All right, we are back live at Chinooks at Seattle's Fisherman's Terminal for the Husky Basketball Coaches Show. So glad you're with us for great Husky basketball talk and seafood until 7 o'clock here on this Monday night. Final Monday before the Christmas holiday, and uh, the Husky men's basketball team is getting ready for a big game at home on Wednesday night against Auburn. The Dogs coming off a 90-55 to win against Idaho State on Saturday night. Dogs are rolling at Alaska Airlines Arena with that win. All right, how about the horn? I love it. As uh, Washington gets the victory to improve to 9-3 and three on the season, head coach Mike Hopkins will be uh, with us coming up at the bottom of the hour. Head coach Tina Langley with the women's side not here tonight. Dan Tashney, the assistant coach for the team, is here along with Gary Hill. And we'll talk about the women's team, which will continue at the Husky Classic tomorrow at noon against S. I-U Edwardsville. Anyone, anyone been to Edwardsville, Illinois? Anyone in the room? No? No? Well, we've got a whole team of them. They'll be at the Husky Classic tomorrow at noon. And we'll talk to Dan Tashney, assistant coach for the Husky women's basketball team. When we continue in a moment, live from Chinooks at Seattle's Fisherman's Terminal on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. 
Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. In purple rain and golden sunshine, fall Saturdays at Husky Stadium have been home to generations of loyal dog fans. For Washington faithful, there is no other place like home than on the shores of Montlake. As the official mover of Washington Husky football, Airvan Moving and Storage takes great pride in delivering the Huskies home for another dream season at Husky Stadium. We're also proud to serve the moving needs of Husky families as they move to their new homes and begin their own dream seasons. On your next move, look to the official mover of the Huskies to help meet all your personal shipping needs. Visit us today at airvanmoving.com or contact us direct at 1-800-681-9017. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. I'm a huge UW football fan. That's Devin, a BECU member and lifelong Huskies fan. Every time I take out the BECU UW debit card, it's just a fun experience. There's nothing like being part of the UW community. That's why BECU made the UW credit and debit cards with great rates and low fees so fans can show off their Husky pride everywhere they go. BECU, power in people. Insured by NCUA. Membership required. Restrictions apply. Credit card approval subject to BECU membership credit approval and other underwriting criteria. Not every applicant will qualify. Member compensated for participation. Looking to add some fun and excitement to your life? Look no further than Emerald Queen Casino. Bring on the fun with live music, a weekend getaway at our fabulous hotel, or delicious dining at one of our 10 restaurants. Revel in the excitement with the best players club in the Northwest, or at the EQC Sportsbook, where you can bet, watch, and win on all your favorite sports. Come see for yourself why they call Emerald Queen Casino the entertainment capital of the Northwest. Being here, Husky Coaches Show. Dan Tashenny, the assistant coach for the Washington Huskies, here. Coaches, great to see you. Great to see you, Gary. Gary Hill here uh, for Elise Woodward, getting a, a well-deserved night off here. And Dan, we're going to talk a lot of hoops, of course. That's what everyone expects. But we're going to start with a different sport. Your wife is from Argentina. <laughs> yep, my wife is from Argentina. That's correct. Things in your household have got to be pretty good. Uh, best day of her life, she told me <laughs> yesterday. So uh, we're very, very happy as a family, obviously, with the, the, the soccer team winning the World Cup. And uh, I was telling Gary before that my, my father-in-law called me crying and singing at the same time. So it was an amazing day yesterday for the family. We're very excited. And you, you couldn't watch, of course, you were at practice. Yeah, well, you know, priorities. you got to have priorities, you know. You gotta, we had to get ready for the game, and uh, we were able to watch the final part of it. Thank goodness for Internet technology on your uh -huh. phone, so it was uh -huh. amazing. Oh, good. Well, congratulations. Thank send, you. Send our best. Uh, before we dive into what's going on with the team, there's a lot going on, let's talk about you a little bit. You have a really interesting background in how you wove your path to Washington. Uh, Tell us how this all started, how coaching started for you. Wow, that's a long story. Uh, coaching started, I was a player in high school, and I played a little bit of small college basketball, and then I went to UNLV for college uh, and worked with the program. Was fortunate to be around some great coaches that taught me a lot of things and taught me how to work, I think, at a, a pretty good level. And then it's just opportunities that come up. So I was offered an opportunity in the NBA with the Orlando Magic, and then you know a couple years there, and you bounce around the NBA with five different teams, and you meet a lot of people along the way, and one of those people was Tina Langley. And uh, my whole career, 
I've always been looking for somebody that was a great leader who really respected and cared for not only the job that you do, but the person that you are and the people that are around you and your family. So when I met Tina, you know, we, we spent a lot of time talking basketball on the phone. It was during COVID when we first uh, interacted. And just getting to know her via the phone and, and watching her teams play and seeing how good of a coach she was, I'm like, this person, they don't exist in the world of basketball. Hmm. So I was very, very fortunate to be able to get to know her and then when she offered me an opportunity to join her here at Washington, it was a no-brainer for me and my family. We were all in, great person, great opportunity, wonderful future here at the University of Washington. So we're super excited to be here, and we're looking forward to what the future looks like. How much have you enjoyed it? I mean, it's been the best job I've ever had. <laughs> it's, it's amazing every day to come into an environment that you know that you're just trying to build young women and grow them as human beings, not only on the court but off the court and just be around people who have the same vision for what a young woman can become, right? And each one of them has their own little path that we have to help guide them on. But to mentor young people uh, is something that I've always wanted to do at a high level. And working with Coach Langley, she is as good as it gets, as, as far as I've seen in this profession, at mentoring young people, not only as basketball players, she's an unbelievable coach. She's one of the best coaches in the world, uh, without a doubt in my mind. That's why I'm working with her. But as a person and as a leader of young women, it's amazing to see. Basketball at the NBA level has changed so much in just the last few years, and analytics being part of that. And I know you were in analytics in the NBA. How different is what you're doing now, the game you're coaching now, different than the NBA game? And what are the similarities? What, what can you take from what you did at the NBA level to what you're doing today? I think just some of the basic aspects of like the court dimensions and the time and, you know, the NBA game's 48 minutes, this one's 40. Mm. Uh, with young women, like, they're, each of them have a different skill set, right? The NBA players work constantly on their game. They're the best in the world at what they do. So there's very little uh, flaws in their game. Whereas at this level, we can grow them quicker, mm. but some of them just can't develop certain skills. And as you utilize them and you can find a way to grow them as young women, as basketball players, it's amazing to see them fill into the role that you're looking for them to fill, right? So, and I think the differences from the professional level to this level is the willingness to listen and work and just integrate into a team-oriented environment, right? The thing that I saw in the professional level over the years, you know, spending a lot of time there was how players were part of a team, but they were so individual focused on their individual goals. You know, I need to score this many points to get this type of contract. Mm. What I love about this environment, especially at Washington, because coach does a great job of pushing the team. This is about us. Like, you know, how are you helping your teammate today? That's a question that we see daily. Mm. What did you do to pick somebody up when they're having a bad day? It was never like that. And that's what th this environment for me is. There's no place better because it's about serving people, caring for people, and growing people. How easy or difficult has it been to grow that culture now it's second year. What has that process been like with this team? I mean, the process is, is nonstop, and it's always going to be continuing, right? There's never a moment. That's funny. You asked, like today, we talked about it as a team. There's never a moment you've arrived, right? You're always working and battling for that culture to be the right culture for our group, not only for our basketball team, but how we impact the greater community as a team, right? Because we interact with people every day. So how do we go out and serve people and be a great team and group, be a great student athlete and a great, you know, person in class with another student. How do we build people that are going to make that type of impact in the world? And it's a battle every day, right? There's days that you just don't feel like doing it, but 
how do you bring yourself up? Get that energy level up to bring something special to the moment that you're together with the team. How can you do that? And it's a nonstop, continuous process that I think most of us as human beings are going to battle the rest of our life to try and find that, that little flame to, to keep the fire going. Yeah. Well, you're in the middle of the Husky Classic right now. When we come back, we'll talk about what has happened and what comes up next right after this on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. For over 60 years, UW Medicine has been here for you, for your family, for our community. Today, we're still the only healthcare system in Washington directly connecting care with a top-rated medical school and a research powerhouse. It's our continuing promise to you that in times of joy, times of hope, times of uncertainty, you will always receive a higher degree of health care. UW Medicine, a higher degree of health care. At Banner Bank, we're cheering for the dogs just like you. We know it takes dedication and teamwork to achieve big goals on the court and in life. As one of Forbes' world's best banks three years in a row, rest assured you'll find the banking solutions you need and people you can trust at Banner. Visit your local Banner Bank branch or find us at BannerBank.com. Banner Bank, let's create tomorrow together. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Red Hook is proud to be the official craft beer of University of Washington Athletics and wants to remind fans that Red Hook Brew Lab is your ultimate game day destination. Located in the heart of Capitol Hill, less than five miles from campus, Brew Lab features 16 taps on draft, including your Red Hook favorites like Big Ballard Imperial IPA and Storm Surge Hazy IPA. Plus, a new and exciting food menu this fall you will not want to miss. With two patios, ten big screen TVs, and game day specials, there's plenty of room for your whole crew all season long. Red Hook, the hardest working beer in the fridge. Please enjoy responsibly. Alaska Airlines and the Huskies, that's always a win-win. With Alaska's global partners, dogs can go big to over a 1,000 destinations worldwide, including amazing cities like London, Paris, Rome, Tokyo, Bangkok, Cancun, and beyond. And with Mileage Plan, the most generous loyalty program in the skies, you can earn and redeem miles whenever and wherever you travel with Alaska and the One World Alliance Airlines. Join now and receive $25 off your next flight. Head to alaskaair.com slash huskies to sign up, book now, and touch down somewhere new. Go dogs! Back to Chinooks here at Fisherman's Terminal. Great to have you with us here. Husky Coaches Show, Gary Hill. Dan Cheshany with us as we talk some Husky basketball. The dogs back at it tomorrow. Game two of the Husky Classic. We'll talk about game one in a moment, but I wanted your overall impression. Eight and two to start the season. It's been a really nice start, including one and oh in conference play, beating Washington State in the Apple Cup. They have feel pretty good. What's your overall impression of how uh, this has gone so far? I think our overall impression as a staff is we're really pleased with the growth as mm -hmm. the group comes together, right? It was a team that had six new players, so putting them all together as a unit and watching them grow slowly, and no growth in life is ever linear. It's never a straight line, so you have ups and downs. And to be able to battle back from the tough moments where you have some mistakes or you don't perform your best and then still be able to execute and win games but then have all this extra film that we can watch and say, hey, we can get better at this, and we can get better at that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the mindset of our team has been really, really focused on trying to build from every game. Whether we played really well or whether we played poorly, we want to just continue to grow. And, I, you know, as a group, we're happy with it. Obviously, you're, you're never satisfied. You want to continue to grow it and continue to find the places that we can make some small improvements to grow for the next game. 
and that's what we're always focused on. Hmm. What were you impressed with most with the win against Washington State? I think the team cohesiveness and just how they played for each other. You know, like we, the passion and the intensity that they played for with each other. Like there's moments where, you know, one player's diving on the floor for the ball and then the whole team runs over and picks him up. We love that. That's our culture. That's what we want every day. And to see our group so excited for each other and then making every play for the most part correctly because they cared about what we were doing as a group. And to see that and to build on that, that's what we're trying to build here as a consistent culture, right? And as I said, like, it's never perfect. You're going to have days where you're not perfect. But to see it move forward in that direction against a great opponent who was a tournament team last year, bringing a lot of players back, it was really exciting to see. I was really proud of everything that the players were able to bring, and, and hopefully we can continue to play that way as we move into Pac-12 here after the holidays. Yeah, just one more non-conference game coming up tomorrow and then Pac-12. Speaking of that, I, I, I think the statement can be made that the Pac-12 is the deepest conference in women's basketball, uh, and the conference has really proved it over the course of the non-conference schedule. It seems like every team is 8-1 and one or 9-1 and one or 8-2. and two. I mean, you go down the list and with some big wins with the conference. How do you look at just what the conference has done this non-conference season? It's a conference filled with great universities and great coaches, so it's an attractive place for all these young women to play. So uh, I think it's, it's going to be a difficult conference every year, no yeah. matter what, and we can't dwell on that. We're trying to build a program here that's going to be one of those programs that's mm -hmm. on the schedule and people look at it and go, oh, man, we got to play Washington <laughs> twice. And that's what our goal is, and that's what we're driven to build here. And it starts with building a culture that people want to be a part of and then putting in the work recruiting and getting the right players to come in and play for us. And we're doing that slowly. It's, it's never going to happen overnight. And to see the other teams in the conference and how they've been built over years and they just keep rolling. Yeah. And it's, there's never going to be an easy night in the Pac-12, but that's why we're here. We want to be a part of that and be a challenged every night. And that's what our players want, too. They want to play against the best, and they get to do it in the Pac-12. Well, you sent that message early, and you're right about that because you go down the schedule, and I think every team would do this, go down the schedule and look at the matchups. Oh, that's, that's going to be a tough – oh, that's going to be a tough trip. But, I mean, you can literally say that about every matchup in the conference, which you can't say in every conference, but you can in the Pac-12. Yeah, the Pac-12 is a very deep conference. I mean, this, there's a lot of teams that will take third or fourth place in the Pac-12 that would win a lot of the major conferences in, yeah, in, in the country. Yeah, I think that's right. And that's also why – this conference performs in the tournament so well. You know, we've had teams in the Final Four just about every year. So it's exciting, and we're excited to keep competing and growing and see if we can, you know, keep climbing that ladder up this Pac-12 ranking and be the team that people want to play against. And to be honest, like, to be the team that is at the top of the Pac-12 someday. It's going to be a long process, right? Yeah. It's, a, it's a growth process, and we're just going to keep building and just focus on the day in front of us and – after a while, the good days are going to keep adding up, and we'll be where we want to be. That's right. With any growth, though, there are some stumbles along the way. And as impressive as the win against Washington State was, uh, I don't think that's what you had in mind for the follow-up against Liberty, a game where, especially from three, you struggled from the field. What was kind of your view of game one of the Husky Classic against Liberty? Well, I think, you know, you play an opponent who is – 27-5 and five last year and maybe got off to a little bit of a slow start this year, but they brought a lot of their team back. That's a good team. Yeah, That's a very well-coached team. It's a very disciplined team. 
that's going to be a tournament team by the end of the season. And that's who we wanted to play. We, our goal was to build our resume for the tournament against great teams. So we needed challenges along the way. They did a great job with executing what they wanted to do. They made shots. They, they did some things that they hadn't done yet this season. And we didn't play perfectly. Like we had, some, we had a night that we could probably make some corrections and be better for it. So credit to them. They did a terrific job. But now we'll make the corrections and focus on the opponent for tomorrow, SIUE. You mentioned scheduling. It's so funny, too. The inner workings of how the schedule works I find so interesting because you get handed the conference schedule, right? But the non-conference is kind of up to you. It's been interesting to hear how Coach has gone about putting the non-conference schedule. She is so focused and so she's so forward-thinking. And mm -hmm. we want to play all these different styles because you never know what you're going to see, not only in the Pac-12, but in the tournament yeah. as you move forward. So we play teams that pressed. We play teams that played zone. We play teams that run up and down like crazy. We play teams that have a great low post player, like similar Liberty the other night. And we've had all this diverse opponent, you know, to play against and prepare for. So now we're so far along in the process of building our team and understanding, okay, this is this style of team. We have to be able to do these few things in order to be successful tonight. And I just think the coach does such a wonderful job at preparing that and the foresight it takes to be like, okay, this team plays like this. Let's make sure they're on our schedule so that we're prepared when we go against Stanford, you know, mm -hmm. because they run similar offenses. Mm -hmm. Like that to me is what makes coach really great at what she does is she understands like we're not just building for tomorrow, we're building for the long term. And as we grow it, these things are going to be valuable later. It's been interesting, especially with the number of freshmen getting pretty big minutes for your team early on. And <laughs> we're at a spot now in college basketball where there are some players on the floor that have played a lot of games, like over 100 starts for a team. I find it so interesting when you look at, like, Hannah Steins, for example, who's playing, like, game nine in her college career, going up against you know, a fifth-year player who has played over 100 games. And just right now, there's probably never been more disparity from a freshman and what that freshman is going against on the other side and what challenges that means. It's, it's a big challenge, right? That COVID year, it added a lot I, of games yeah. to your experience. Yeah. And as, as young people, as freshmen, like, you need to go against great players. That's how you're going to become better. So seeing some of our young players get minutes in these big games, like that's tremendous for us. It's going to grow them. It's not going to be perfect. They're going to make some mistakes. Obviously, people with experience are going to have that to lean on, and it's going to make them a little bit more difficult to, to play against. But we also have great leaders on our team and veteran leadership, veteran seniors that are playing and understand that. They can help them through, and they can communicate moments in the game where – hey, we're going to do this in that moment, defensively or offensively. So it's always helpful to have people on the team that not only are growing and learning at the same time, but have people that have been through it that can share their experience to help those people grow a little faster. So we're excited, obviously, about the young people on our team that have done such a great job so far. And they're going to continue to play against the great players, right? We just yeah. talked about the conference and how difficult that is. So it's not going to get any easier, but we have so much confidence and so much faith in them and the work ethic that everybody's putting in to, to continue to get better. We think that there's going to be a lot of positive moments here coming up in this season for us at, at, at Washington. Jaden Noble was out for a couple of games and came back against Washington State and provided a big impact. The kind of player where you look at the box score and it doesn't always jump out at the page, off the page, but you watch the game play out and she has such a massive impact on both ends of the floor. Uh, first of all, how... 
How much of an impact does she have for your team? I think Jada adds a, a wonderful level of toughness, and a she's a great communicator. She mm -hmm. talks terrifically on the floor, you know, whether offense or defense. She's a good talker, so she helps get us organized on both ends. But her her level of toughness and her commitment to her teammates is at an elite level, to be honest. She's really focused on trying to be the player that is bringing it every day for the team, right? And nobody's perfect, not every day, but she does a great job. And she picks her teammates up. And then the days that she doesn't have it all the time, her teammates pick her up. Mm -hmm. So that's a beautiful thing to watch. But Jada's impact from a, a work ethic, a, she plays hard. Mm -hmm. You know, she really, really focuses on putting effort on the floor. And I mean, defensively, you watch games and you see her going against great guards. And yeah, they're having a tough time because she's a, a great athlete who's going to play with intensity. And her intensity, it, it bleeds into the other players too. It's funny, we had a conversation before we came on the air about analytics and how, you know, baseball, for example, is probably easier to measure just about everything that happens on the field and maybe basketball a little bit more difficult. How do you measure the impact that a player can have that's outside of points and rebounds and kind of the obvious sorts of things? Is there a way to do it? What kind of things do you look at? Well, obviously there's certain proprietary things that we try to use that are going to focus. Don't give away any no. secrets. We, we won't share all our secrets. <laughs> uh, but, but we look at the impact of certain types of plays and how that impacts the group, you know, certain types of hustle plays, mm. certain lineups, which lineups are effective. And we look at the things that make our group roll forward together, right? It's not necessarily about, okay, this player was really great and they had a great box score. It's not necessarily about that for us. It's about did the unit play well together? Mm. You know, are you making the unit work together? Sometimes your role is to go in and score a few baskets. Sometimes your role is to go in and guard the best player and not get any shots. We look for the things that are going to make our group play the best for the team and make our unit the best that's on the floor. So uh, most of our analytics are completely focused on that, mm. and we are really big believers in toughness. So we have, a, we have something we stat that's it's called toughness plays, and we try to keep track of those on a consistent basis. Sometimes I feel like when a team is not playing well, you can see the coach almost like working a combination, right? Inserting different people in to try and figure out. Is that similar to what you're talking about? Just getting the group to work together and it's not really about the individual that you take out or put in, but trying to find that, that match. I, I think it is in a lot of ways. It's, it's almost like you're trying to tune the antenna, right? On yes. the old, old school radio stations. <laughs> yes. You're trying to just find the right frequency and some days, some people bring different aspects of that frequency for our group, and we really want to try and find the best and most productive frequency for the team in the segment that they're playing in the floor because you can't sustain it necessarily for 40 minutes because people get fatigued. Sure. And it changes, right? The frequency is mm -hmm. always forever changing. So, you know, Coach does such a wonderful job of trying things and putting people in the right positions to make it work. And obviously we found a lot of the right combinations this year. You know, there were some tough moments in certain games through the year up till now that we were able to pull out some wins that maybe we shouldn't have won. And yeah. that's because you have somebody, you know, leading our group that's tinkering and making great decisions and trying to find the right frequency and boom, it hits and now we go. You know, it's just a matter of that. You just got to find the right combinations to make it work. I like that frequency. That's good. 
Uh, let's come back and talk about the game coming up tomorrow, the uh, second game of the Husky Classic. We'll do that coming up uh, right after this on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With over 40 convenient locations across greater Seattle, contact RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists today at retptgroup.com to see a physical therapist. RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists, a proud sponsor of Washington Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Huskies fans in the game. While you're rooting for your favorite team, make sure your money is working for you. Home Street Bank is here to help you maximize your savings with our special CD offers. We have everything from a 3.25% four-month featured CD to a 4% APY 18-month featured CD, plus more in between. Head to homestreet.com slash UWCD to check out all of our rates and learn how you can start scoring with Home Street today. Again, that's homestreet.com slash UWCD. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. In purple rain and golden sunshine, fall Saturdays at Husky Stadium have been home to generations of loyal dog fans. For Washington faithful, there is no other place like home than on the shores of Montlake. As the official mover of Washington Husky football, Air Van Moving and Storage takes great pride in delivering the Huskies home for another dream season at Husky Stadium. We're also proud to serve the moving needs of Husky families as they move to their new homes and begin their own dream seasons. On your next move, look to the official mover of the Huskies to help meet all your personal shipping needs. Visit us today at airvanmoving.com or contact us direct at 1-800-681-9017. Looking to add some fun and excitement to your life? Look no further than Emerald Queen Casino. Bring on the fun with live music, a weekend getaway at our fabulous hotel, or delicious dining at one of our 10 restaurants. Revel in the excitement with the best players club in the Northwest, or at the EQC Sportsbook, where you can bet, watch, and win on all your favorite sports. Come see for yourself why they call Emerald Queen Casino the entertainment capital of the Northwest. Nuts, great to have you with us. Coach, you got a big game tomorrow. Yes, we do. A couple more minutes here. Um, tell us about the Husky Classic coming up at noon. It's a noon start tomorrow, yep. a rare uh, midweek noon start. Uh, S-I-U-E tomorrow. Yep, I mean, they played today, obviously, against Liberty. Yep. It's the other part of the Husky Classic. and. Uh, it's a team that, if you look at their record, it doesn't look great. But this is a team that's grown in every game they've played. Like, they've been progressing forward in every game. They have several big players who are excellent ball players. They have a couple of shooters. So anytime there's shooters on the floor, it's a great, it's a great equalizer, right? So you're always worried about those things. Uh, watching them today, I was very, very impressed with how they managed the game and how they brought their energy consistently. They played really hard. So it's going to be a tough matchup, you know, despite what you know it looks like on paper. Like, this is a team that's you know played a really difficult schedule and now they're coming in with confidence they just won their first game a couple days back uh, and then just lost at the buzzer today on a buzzer beater so um, we're excited to get back out on the floor and try to make some corrections from our previous game but this is also a team that we have to be prepared for and we spent a lot of the day going over all their stuff so we're, we're hoping that tomorrow we have a successful outing final non-conference game of the season the holidays hit and then it's conference after that what do the holidays obviously besides celebrating argentina what do the holidays look like for you and the team here well everybody's going to take a little break after the game tomorrow and people are going to be able to go home and see their families right mm -hmm. everybody's going to travel home for a couple of days and we'll get back right after the, the the christmas holiday and 
get back to work, and I'm a part of that group too. So uh, I'm going to go spend a little time with the family, and then we'll be back at work on the, the 26th, and we're going to get ready for Colorado and Utah. I was going to say it's a tough way to start, but really you could have rolled out any <laughs> any Pac-12 combo. It would have been a tough way to start. It, it actually is just we have a minute here to touch on it, I guess. It is a really interesting starting point just because of the changes those teams have gone through. Uh, yet, especially in Utah's case, they've played great. They've had a tremendous non-conference so far, and Colorado's been good too. It's going to be a really interesting test. Yeah, it's it, you know the, the diversity of the teams in the in the Pac-12 is is fun to play against, but it's also stressful to prepare for, right? So, you with Utah, the way they played this year, it's just they're playing fast, they're shooting a lot of threes, they're moving the ball very well, their defense has really improved. You know, some of the transfers that they've gotten have been impactful. And then they had two great freshmen last year. So this is a team that's grown. Colorado's bringing back a lot of their players from last year. So they have a system in place. And they're ready to, you know, they've played great in the non-conference too. So no game's going to be easy. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch, you know, our Huskies this year go against really good teams because we've improved too. We're ready to move forward and, and continue to build and grow this program. So it's, it's going to be an exciting Pac-12 season. And hopefully we can have a lot of success. Absolutely. Already one conference one under your belt too, which is a great way to go into the new year good way to start coach thanks for being here this has been really fun thanks for stepping in appreciate it thank you gary all right that's gonna do it for us coach hop coming up next along with tony castricone comes up right after this on the washington sports network from learfield that to-do list you have needs one more thing chill it's an easy thing to do just crack open an ice cold coors light and chill take the afternoon off and binge watch anything go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours who's counting anyways or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. For over 60 years, UW Medicine has been here for you, for your family, for our community. Today, we're still the only healthcare system in Washington directly connecting care with a top-rated medical school and a research powerhouse. It's our continuing promise to you that in times of joy, times of hope, times of uncertainty, you will always receive a higher degree of health care. UW Medicine, a higher degree of health care. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Alaska Airlines and the Huskies, that's always a win-win. With Alaska's global partners, dogs can go big to over a 1,000 destinations worldwide, including amazing cities like London, Paris, Rome, Tokyo, Bangkok, Cancun, and beyond. And with Mileage Plan, the most generous loyalty program in the skies, you can earn and redeem miles whenever and wherever you travel with Alaska and the One World Alliance Airlines. Join now and receive $25 off your next flight. Head to alaskaair.com slash huskies to sign up, book now, and touch down somewhere new. Go dogs! At Banner Bank, we're cheering for the dogs just like you. We know it takes dedication and teamwork to achieve big goals on the court and in life. As one of Forbes' world's best banks three years in a row, rest assured you'll find the banking solutions you need and people you can trust at Banner. Visit your local Banner Bank branch or find us at BannerBank.com. Banner Bank, let's create tomorrow together. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Welcome back to the Husky Basketball Coaches Show, live from Chinooks at Seattle's Fisherman's Terminal. 
It's the Dogs and the Auburn Tigers out of the SEC coming up on Wednesday night at Alaska Airlines Arena as we shift to the men's portion of the show. Head coach Mike Hopkins is here. Happy holidays, my friend. How are you? Oh, let's turn your mic on. How about that? They had to turn me up. <laughs> they say I'm too loud. We had to turn you down so we could hear the so horn in the background. That's what we had to let's go. Let's go. Let's hear the horn. Yeah. <laughs> We're partying here at Chinooks. Let's go. All right, man. Well, uh, hey, let's let's talk uh, first. Just a little programming note. Uh, this is our last show of the calendar year. We will not be back out here on uh, Monday next week, the day after Christmas. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, but you know what? We will be back on Monday, January 2nd. A great opportunity to come out here. You know, the Rose Bowl will be wrapping up. We'll have it on the big screen TV so we can watch the end of that. We can talk Husky basketball then as we uh, recap Pac-12 play. But right now, let's talk non-conference ball as the, the dogs are coming off a nice win against Idaho State, 90-55. to A feel-good win, Coach. Uh, the dogs had not all season long had not led any game by more than 17 points. So you had, you had taken care of business in a lot of games, but this was a chance to really put your foot down on the accelerator, play 40 minutes of basketball, clear the bench, get some guys into the ball game, manage some minutes, and really, really play well from start to finish. Yeah, we were, you know, uh, didn't play great against uh, Cal Poly. You know, we just didn't come out the way we needed to. Uh, and so the Idaho State gave, gave us a great opportunity to kind of respond. And uh, we just talked about 40 minutes. We needed to play 40 minutes. And, you know, we were able to get some guys off the bench, which got some rest. They came out. I was really proud of the way the bench came in and performed. Keon Minifield had seven assists. Mm -hmm. Corin Johnson got going on the defensive. Jackson yeah. Grant did a good job. But it was a – when you talk about feel good, everybody contributed to the win. Yeah. And it was a, to a point where when guys came in off the bench, we extended the lead. And mm -hmm. we kept extending the lead. Yeah. And so uh, I, I not only feel good, but I felt like we executed better too. All right, um, let's let's talk a little bit about you know just the first half in general. You played really well in the first half. You were able to build a lead, a big lead going into the admission. I think it was 19 was the margin of 41-22 at the break, and that's been a, a struggle for this team for whatever reason. You're nine and three this year, coach, but only four times in 12 games have you actually led at halftime. What do you think is the key to like sustaining a a solid 20 minutes and setting the tone the way that you'd like to? Well, I think the biggest thing is executing the game plan uh, that, you know, that that we want. You know, we, like there, there are certain teams, like you see our second half, we make the adjustments, how mm -hmm. we want to play, we want to attack, we want to use our size, we want to get in the paint, don't settle for threes. Sometimes early in the game, you make a couple threes and you kind of just settle. You fall in and love And it's kind it. of fool's gold. And yeah. so, you know, we're a big physical team. We've got, you know, good size at each position. We need to utilize that and getting teams in foul trouble rather than settling for, for long three-pointers. We want to shoot threes, but the ones where you get into the paint and then kick out, not the ones that you're just passing around the perimeter. And so um, I felt like in this game we started off going uh, for the most part. You know, P.J. made a couple, but we went into the paint. We tried to establish, I think we had 26 points in the paint in the first half, which was a big number. And so, you know, that was kind of the lesson learned in these in these past four games. And I felt like our defense was better, too, for, for 40 minutes. Yeah, 48 points in the paint for the entire game. Yeah. 12 dunks. Half your points in the paint are coming, like, at that 100% range, you know. I mean, yes. like, 12 for 12 on dunks, point-blank range, 
alley-oops, I think, were six of them. Yeah. You just had a, a really, really nice game from the bigs. Yeah, and also, you know, when you get dribble penetration and you're getting layups in there, or even on your missed layups, it's a great opportunity to get offense rebounds because defenses usually collapse and help. And so, you know, Braxton did a good job. Jackson did a good job. Langston did a good job. Jamal Bay. So all these guys really contributed, and uh, that's that was really exciting. And then just to see – Guys that haven't had a lot of minutes. Uh, you know, Tyler Linhart, Kyle Lutonen came in the game. Mm -hmm. You saw his shooting ability. Uh, just gave, you know, it's, it's just, it, it feels good. And they, they showed that they'd been working and, and uh, you know, basically earned some minutes. Kyle Lutonen came into the game pretty early. Um, was that the plan for this game? Or was there something that you kind of felt like, you know, I, we like the energy and the spark that, that he could bring? I, listen, every day in practice, he's he's just nailing jump shots after jump he can shots. Shoot. He always has a great attitude. I think he's a, you know, he's a, he's a winner and he's a leader. And uh, I just, you know, when you see it every day in practice, like, let's give this guy a shot. And, uh, you know, he came in, his energy to defensive end, it was really good. And, Boy, when he gets open, it's a, he's a threat because he's such a good shooter. Yeah. Walk on Kyle Lutonen, uh played in the first half, finished with 12 minutes, six points in the ball game. Good to see uh, Tyler Linhart get out there, scored six points in this game as well. Uh, just a, a good all-around ball game. All right, you talked about the bigs and how you knew you were going to have a size advantage in the paint in this game. Braxton Mia, you know, ever since he missed that Oregon State game with the ankle, it, it, it's almost like he's kind of come back understanding the fact that this is a, a really important role he needs to play now. He's got to stay out of foul trouble for the most part other than Gonzaga. He's done that. He's been highly efficient. Last five games, 25 minutes a game, 12.6 points, 5.8 rebounds, two blocks a game, and 25 of 31 from the field. High efficiency, high percentage. Braxton Mia seems like he's gotten a lot better in just like the last, last month. Yeah, and again, uh, you know, obviously we had the unfortunate uh, injury to Frank Kepnang, but I think now Braxton, you know, knowing that he has the bigger role and has to, you know, perform. Uh, he was performing before, but now it's it's more consistent. He's not really looking over his shoulder. Mm -hmm. He's just going out there and playing, and he is a guy that uh, he's never really gotten the ball, and we're trying to get him the ball. So this is all learning to him. But his ability to make foul shots it just is huge when you have a five-man that – you know, teams are pressing. You don't have to take him out of the game. You still have rim protection, all those different things. And he's really worked at it. Uh, Coach uh, Pondexter's done a great job working with him on his shot. Coach Jones obviously coaches the bigs, but with with the, with the defensive, you know, the two blocks a game, I think it's just going to keep getting more and more. Because I think he, in one game it's like not just you have five or six blocks, but you have five or six changes of the shot i mean that's yeah. that's it might it might even be more important yeah the alterations that go on down low jackson grant has been backing him up and tell me a little bit about you know how, how jackson's done in these first few games since taking off the red shirt because i'm just seeing a lot of hustle plays out of him i mean i'm, I'm seeing great effort great motor um still kind of struggling to find maybe some finesse around the rim at times but just high energy basketball player who's come in in that backup role yeah, really proud of him. And he's, uh, you know, playing against in the preseason versus Braxton and Frank really toughened him up. I see his body's changed. He's mm -hmm. tougher. He's stronger. And he's playing a lot more confidently. And that's what development does. He's a hell of a player. He can really shoot the ball. That's the one thing. I, like These people are going to find out that he can really shoot it. It's going to be a weapon. 
but for the most part, really proud of how he's competing on the defensive end and rebounding the ball. He goes up with two hands, like you said, getting extra possessions, yeah. really playing with a high-end motor. All right. Um, Braxton Mia seems like he's one of the better players at at, at just having kind of the timing down for finishing some of these alley-oops. I mean, what, what, what is it that you've seen out of him on the offensive end that maybe allows you to kind of to have some of those opportunities up and above the rim? Because I think there's a skill there, a, a little bit of a knack. Is it his hands? Is it his timing? What is it that makes him a great finisher around the, the well, rim? Well, just like a quarterback and a wide receiver, there's a, there's a chemistry, there's a timing piece. And our guys – you know, we're all new with each other, but, you know, that penetration, that's where, you know, Braxton's guy might leave and you'd throw it to him. And we've gotten better at that. And then on the flip side, if if they don't leave, you're finishing. And then if mm-hmm. you finish there, he's in position to rebound. And so I think it's more the relationship. We practice every day on throwing lobs to these guys and the timing part and, and you know, really getting to know each other and what, what each individual can do. And Braxton's one of those guys, you can throw it anywhere. You can throw it behind, and he's, he's gonna like he's. That's his timing. That's his hands. That's his his ability, and that's what makes him special. Was it just me, or was Keon Brooks like looking down into the rim on one of those alley oops against Idaho State? It's it's. I mean, not, it's it, not like you. I felt like it was like you know when I'm holding my one year old up above the Fisher Price. No, the, you know, like I mean, he's looking down at the. I mean, it was incredible his yeah, leaping ability. No, he uh, Keon can really you know he can really jump. I think the thing that you see with him. You know, he had six assists in the first half. He had ten rebounds. He had eighties impacting the game in a lot of different ways. And a guy that you can depend on going to him. You can see him getting more comfortable. He's getting more confident. And I, you know, you can just see it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the fun thing about coaching is seeing the development of your guys, seeing the chemistry starting to evolve. That's what you get when you play preseason games. And uh, I think that uh, we've seen a lot of development in the, in the in the period. We know Keon's a scorer. Averages 16.8 a game. That's good for fourth in the Pac-12. We know he's a shot blocker. We know he's a rebounder. The assist to turnover piece was not something we had really seen until Saturday night. I mean, his ratio coming into the game was 8 to 30. Saturday night was 6 to 1. That that was next level. Is that a piece of his game that is there that we just haven't seen? or what? Was it was it? something that we talked about because, you know, teams load up against him. And having a great team, you can't force it. That's when you turn it over. You just got to make the simple play. And we talk to our team all the time about, you know, it's not it's not your shot, it's our shot. Mm. And so we might go to him on the offensive end, and, and if they play him man-to-man, great, go score. If they double, you got to make the right play. And that's what, you, you know, when you surround him with guys who can really shoot. And that's what we had to get better at. Guys were forcing a little bit. The ball was stopping. We were trying to do a little bit too much by ourselves. But, you know, Keon Brooks has been our go-to guy. Seeing the six assists makes the defense now what? Second guess going to making those plays. Uh, and it's it just, you know, and having contributions from all those positions is just going to keep making us better. Keon Brooks' first five games, 35.8% shooting. Last five games, 55.3% shooting. That's a 20% jump, Coach. Is that – is that not forcing it? Is that shot selection? Is that just being in the flow of the game? What, what do you attribute that to? I think we're getting them, him the ball in better spots on the court. I think he's getting more confident and learning. I think he's getting more comfortable. And he's an elite, elite player. And, uh, you know, he's an elite player. And, and you're just going to see, I think he's just going to keep blossoming. I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't averaging 20 by the end of the year. 
He just has that ability, you know, getting to the foul line, making those plays. And then I think the biggest, you know, even this last game, he was almost a triple-double threat. And so the, the ability to have a guy that can score and then two guys coming, I mean, it's the greatest thing that you can have in basketball is someone that who can demand a double team. If they can demand a double team, four guys are playing against three. You have the advantage. And so those are things, that's why we go to him. And uh, to see him grow and to see him confident and see him producing the way he is, it's just awesome to see. Well, maybe he'd average 20 a game if you don't take him out of the game with nine minutes still. Everybody was mad at me. Everybody was mad at me. They, 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 boo, <laughs> look, boo. I'm getting booed. I'm getting booed. You're getting booed after a 35-point hey, win. No respect. <laughs> no respect. <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield no in the respect. house. No respect. No respect. Wow. Um, you know, I, I got to say, you know, getting booed after a 35-point win, that's a tough crowd. But, uh, <laughs> you know, Keon Brooks did have a, a special night. I mean, he was he was great in three categories. And, um, you know, if we get those in one of these big games where it's a 40-minute war and it's toe-to-toe, that's going to be really fun to see. Uh, lots of great Husky basketball stuff to talk about as we continue in a moment. Washington 9-3 and on the year, getting ready for the 9-2 and Auburn Tigers, a ranked team out of the SEC coming up here for the first time since 2006. We'll talk about that when we continue in a moment. Live from Chinooks, it's Seattle's Fisherman's Terminal on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Looking to add some fun and excitement to your life? Look no further than Emerald Queen Casino. Bring on the fun with live music, a weekend getaway at our fabulous hotel, or delicious dining at one of our 10 restaurants. Revel in the excitement with the best players club in the Northwest, or at the EQC Sportsbook, where you can bet, watch, and win on all your favorite sports. Come see for yourself why they call Emerald Queen Casino the entertainment capital of the Northwest. Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With over 40 convenient locations across greater Seattle, contact RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists today at retptgroup.com to see a physical therapist. RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists, a proud sponsor of Washington Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Huskies fans in the game. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Red Hook is proud to be the official craft beer of University of Washington Athletics and wants to remind fans that Red Hook Brew Lab is your ultimate game day destination. Located in the heart of Capitol Hill, less than five miles from campus, Brew Lab features 16 taps on draft, including your Red Hook favorites like Big Ballard Imperial IPA and Storm Surge Hazy IPA. Plus, a new and exciting food menu this fall you will not want to miss. With two patios, ten big screen TVs, and game day specials, there's plenty of room for your whole crew all season long. Red Hook, the hardest working beer in the fridge. Please enjoy responsibly. I'm a huge UW football fan. That's Devin, a BECU member and lifelong Huskies fan. Every time I take out the BECU UW debit card, it's just a fun experience. There's nothing like being part of the UW community. That's why BECU made the UW credit and debit cards with great rates and low fees so fans can show off their Husky pride everywhere they go. BECU, power in people. Insured by NCUA. Membership required. Restrictions apply. Credit card approval subject to BECU membership credit approval and other underwriting criteria. Not every applicant will qualify. Member compensated for participation.
Welcome back to the Husky Basketball Coaches Show. We are live at Chinook's final show of 2022. I feel like it just started 2022. Now all of a sudden it's done. We've got to get ready for 2023. But I will tell you, though, Tone, from the two or three shows that we've had here, seeing the energy back in this place, awesome. seeing familiar faces, and the loyal Husky fans here is just awesome. And that's what, like, that's why, you know, the end of, you know, it's, it's not it's not quantity, it's quality. Oh, 100%. And so these last three, just to feel it is unbelievable, and 2023 is even going to be better, but awesome stuff. It's been a full room. Unbelievable. Every show has been Loving a full it. room. Great Loving to see it. everybody here, and I uh, hope you're enjoying the great seafood here at Chinooks. When Husky Hoop fans are ready for action on the hardwood, they head to Montlake to catch the game, but when they're ready for the quintessential Northwest dining experience, they head to Chinooks right here at Fisherman's Terminal or Anthony's Pier 66 on the Seattle waterfront. Great views at that restaurant as well. Okay, uh, before we talk X's and O's, nuts and bolts about these Auburn Tigers, I just want to talk a little bit about the opportunity ahead. I mean, we don't get many home games against power conference teams. You know, like the Gonzaga series is one thing, but to have a ranked power conference team coming from across the country, yeah, they're paying us back from three. I mean, it took them three years to come back, but – this is a, a, a really neat special game we've got coming up on Wednesday night to be at home. Well, to be at home and get a top 25 team uh, against a program that has, you know, the national championship game just a couple the year that we played them down right. their place. And it's just awesome. And, uh, you know, national television to be able to have our crowd, our fans to show what West Coast basketball is all about. And, Hopefully it'll be a packed house because show us, uh, you know, how great our fans are. It's just awesome. It's a, it's a great opportunity. We tell our guys all the time, this is, these are moments that uh, you got to capitalize on. Now, we, when we talk about resume building, it, it seems like there's always one of two things that we're talking about. It's either, okay, this is Idaho State. This is a take care of business game. You know, we got to go out there. We got to execute well. We got to make sure that this one goes in the proper column at the end of the year, right? And we did that. We took care of business, got the 90-55 to 55 win. Now this is opportunity. This is a chance to get something on that quality win line, you know, when people are comparing resumes at the end of the year. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know about you, but, but for those out-of-conference opportunities, does it feel special to, to have one of those out-of-conference opportunities, especially for that to be at home? I think it is. We've, we've uh, you know, all our – you know, other than Gonzaga, when we play them at home every other year, you know, every game that we've played against, a, you know, a, a top 25 team, we played Baylor in Alaska, we yep. played Baylor in Las Vegas, we played when they won the national championship, we played uh, in the East Coast. Uh, mm -hmm. And so to be able to have it at home uh, with our fans, it's, it's also a gift to our fans, mm -hmm. you know, to be able to get a, a high-quality opponent in our house, uh, great season ticket holders, great dog pack, great community. They love hoop. And so, you know, having everybody be able to come out there against a the top 25 opponent and, you know, if we get that, that fan support, you know how much that means. Well, uh, sitting at 9-3 and three right now, this is a final non-conference game before Pac-12 play starts. It's also the first game of five in a row that, Coach, when you talk about resume building, you got opportunity after opportunity. I know you're focused on the next one right now, but the next five games are really something. Home against Auburn, home against SC, home against UCLA, at Arizona, at Arizona State. I mean, is it Husky basketball season right now? We got five big ones coming up. Murderer's Row is ahead of us in that first one against the Auburn Tigers. Let's break down 
Bruce Pearl's Tigers when we continue in a moment. Live from Chinooks at Seattle's Fisherman's Terminal, this is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Alaska Airlines and the Huskies, that's always a win-win. With Alaska's global partners, dogs can go big to over a 1,000 destinations worldwide, including amazing cities like London, Paris, Rome, Tokyo, Bangkok, Cancun, and beyond. And with Mileage Plan, the most generous loyalty program in the skies, you can earn and redeem miles whenever and wherever you travel with Alaska and the One World Alliance Airlines. Join now and receive $25 off your next flight. Head to alaskaair.com slash huskies to sign up, book now, and touch down somewhere new. Go dogs! That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. For over 60 years, UW Medicine has been here for you, for your family, for our community. Today, we're still the only healthcare system in Washington directly connecting care with a top-rated medical school and a research powerhouse. It's our continuing promise to you that in times of joy, times of hope, times of uncertainty, you will always receive a higher degree of health care. UW Medicine, a higher degree of health care. While you're rooting for your favorite team, make sure your money is working for you. Home Street Bank is here to help you maximize your savings with our special CD offers. We have everything from a 3.25% four-month featured CD to a 4% APY 18-month featured CD, plus more in between. Head to homestreet.com slash UWCD to check out all of our rates and learn how you can start scoring with Home Street today. Again, that's homestreet.com slash UWCD. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back to the Husky Basketball Coaches Show. Live in Chinooks in Seattle's Fisherman's Terminal. Coach Hopkins, I don't, I don't know if you've ever coached a game outdoors before, if you've ever been on one of these aircraft carriers or anything like that, but we got Monday Night Football on here, and I just heard you right before we signed back on. You're like, that would suck to have to play in that yeah, cold. Yeah, I've been on an aircraft carrier, but it was in San Diego. I mean, <laughs> that's freezing. Yeah, that's the frozen Lam- tundra right Lambeau there. Lambeau Field. Woo. Yeah, Green Bay leading L.A. Mm. by a score 10 to 6, third mm. quarter uh, on the big screen here at Chinooks. But um, on the radio and in person at Alaska Airlines Arena on Wednesday night, it's Washington and Auburn, pretty big basketball game. Ranked Tigers coming up here. They just stubbed their toe at USC last night, uh, a real close loss. But other than that, their only other miscue has been a neutral site game against Memphis. They're a 9-2 team, and they are number one in the nation in block shots. We're number three. They're number one. I think there's going to be some uh, rim protecting going on on Wednesday night. Yeah, they're very athletic. Uh, They're very aggressive. They're the type of team that really tries to pressure you, turn you over, and then They attack the glass like Houston. And if you've ever watched Houston play, that's what they do. And so, you know, obviously the two keys in our game are we going to have the defensive rebound and we're going to have to handle the ball and, uh, you know, not give them uh, turnovers to touchdowns. And if we can do that, we can have a chance. But they are aggressive, they're well coached, and they play hard. All right. Uh, Personnel-wise, 
what stands out to you? I mean, they've got they've got a pretty evenly distributed scoring deal. They've got four guys that average 9.2 a game, five guys that average over 8.2 a game. So like they don't have you know that an SEC leading score, but they're they're pretty well distributed. Really, really good team. Wendell Green Jr. played with Isaiah Stewart and. Uh, Lalamere. And Keon Brooks at Lalamere, good point guard. Boy, he can score. A little bit injured in the USC game, hurt his yeah, foot a little like bit. Played like 12 minutes. Huh? Yeah, but he can really score. He's a lead guard. He makes plays. He's streaky. He can really score. Uh, Flanagan, lefty, can really shoot the ball too. And, you know, all these guys are, you know, they're just <laughs> – Katie Johnson played good. He's a really aggressive. Jalen Williams really good in the high post. These guys, John Broom is a really good big guy. He's one of the big shot blockers. They got depth. And it's, it's kind of like when you look at systems, right? They just plug and play. Mm. They have guys that, you know, are 6'11", really athletic. They they just – you can't play at Auburn unless you go hard to the offensive glass. Or, you know, I saw on the sideline, Coach Pearl just kept saying, energy, energy, <laughs> go, go. And that's who he is. And so to watch that, these guys play exceptionally hard. Uh, like I said, they're going to crash the glass. We've got to do a really good job of, of being poised with mm. their pressure. Uh, if we can do that, like I said, we'll be in good position. But – uh, you know, to get to be able to play a top 25 team in our home arena, yeah, Alaska Airlines, heck yeah, like let's go, yeah, let's go. I mean, can are we you go? kidding me? Can we go? Can, we can go? I get the horn? Get the horn! <laughs> I gotta hear the horn. <laughs> All right, I mean, guys, look. If you're a college basketball junkie, you've watched Bruce Pearl before. You know this guy's got crazy energy. Is there anybody that has more energy than our head coach? Let's go. Mike Hopkins, the head coach of the Washington Huskies, live in Chinooks at Seattle's Fisherman's Terminal. Hey, coach. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Go dogs. Next show See is you at the games. Next show in 2023. Hey, thanks for coming out tonight to Chinooks at Seattle's Fisherman's Terminal. Our next broadcast will be Wednesday night, the Auburn Tigers at Alaska Airlines Arena. It'll be a 6 p.m. tip-off. Our pregame coverage across the network will begin at 5.30. Thanks to Alex Francis back in the network studios, our engineer, Terry Ryan. Thanks, of course, Lane and Vern, Chinooks. For head coach Mike Hopkins, I'm Tony Castricone. Thank you for listening to the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. You've been listening to the Husky Basketball Coaches Show on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Join us each week throughout the season to hear from University of Washington head basketball coaches Mike Hopkins and Tina Langley. The Husky Basketball Coaches Show has been presented by Anthony's Restaurants, showcasing the essence of the Northwest by pairing the best seafood with waterfront views. The proceeding has been a Learfield presentation of the Washington Sports Network. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. 
Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.